I'm Dr. Chris Meyer. This is the Negotiation Innovation Podcast. Every week, I'm going to add to your knowledge base about human interaction. We'll look at motivation, we'll look at emotion, and we'll look at decision-making, all within the context of negotiations. This is going to improve your life both organizationally and outside of the organization. Let's go. Welcome to the Negotiation Innovation Podcast. During a very strange time in our history, many people are quarantined. Many people are sheltering in place. Others are um, involved in essential businesses and are necessarily going out into work, into dangerous situations. So I appreciate the time that you give to this podcast um, as it is not a a vital aspect uh, of life. But hopefully what I can do is I can give you some information that will help you, that will help you in this Uh, situation to make the most of it and to uh, hopefully thrive um, in this situation in which many people are suffering, many people are in a a bad situation. Hopefully we can do some good. Hopefully we can do some things that are positive. And I'm trying to bring information that is pointed directly at that. I'm trying to bring you some information that will be useful, that will be um, positive, and that will help you to impact the world around you in a positive way. Today, I want to talk about uh, living in survival mode. And this is not just survival mode in a pandemic. I'm going to take this and I'm going to apply it across a lot of different organizational settings. I'm going to apply it across a lot of different organizational situations. Um, And we're going to look at this from a very uh, deep perspective in which we can understand how this idea of survival mode is going to impact both our process and our outcomes in our human interactions. So what does this mean, negotiating from survival mode? Um, I want to break this down a little bit. I want us to have a clear understanding of what I mean. A lot of times we think about survival mode right now as every trip that we take to the grocery store or um, when we have a loved one that falls ill and needs to go to the hospital. Um, These are situations that we put ourselves in that are are dangerous for ourselves or our loved ones or those that are around us, Um, and it truly is survival. In these instances, it triggers some, maybe some anxiety, maybe some negative emotion. Um, There's some fear that goes along with it. And that is perfectly, uh, it's perfectly all right. It's perfectly logical to have fear, anxiety in those moments. I want to bring this to an organizational level as well. And then we'll address what happens in these moments of fear, in these moments of anxiety. And we'll also address how you can approach those, the best way to approach those, in different situations. So sometimes we're negotiating in this survival mode in our organizations, and it is a manufactured survival mode. What I mean is um, I come from a sales background. I did sales for 
nine years before I went back to grad school. And a lot of times there's this false survival mode that's put on us every quarter. And those of you that are in sales understand this. Every quarter, we have a quota. Every quarter, we have numbers that we have to meet. And this is really a false survival mode because it's a goal, it's something that we need to hit, it's something that we need to move the organization forward. But there can be circumstances, there can be things that come into play that mitigate this. Similarly, if you are in purchasing or manufacturing or human resources, there are a lot of cost-cutting measures that need to be put in place. There are a lot of other measures that we need to look at. And on a quarter-by-quarter -quarter basis or on a year-by-year -year basis, that can put you into that survival mode. In the world that I'm in right now, we have a couple of different instances of survival mode for academics. If you are an untenured professor, there is a period of time for you to achieve tenure, and that puts you into a, a survival mode, particularly as you get close to that final measuring point where your peers are going to grant you tenure or not. It puts you in a mode of you'll do nearly anything to get over that hump to achieve that goal. And I remember this from the sales world. At the end of the quarter, if you were close, there were a lot of times that people would do nearly anything to get over that hump because the organization has put you in this false survival mode situation. On top of this, I worked for mostly small businesses or startup businesses where nearly every interaction led to a survival mode feeling. If we don't get this deal, how are we going to meet the goals that we have for investors this quarter? If we don't get this deal, how are we going to make payroll this quarter? If we don't get this deal, how are we going to achieve the goals that we have set, either from a revenue standpoint or from a purchasing standpoint or whatever it may be? There's always that opportunity to use that survival mode as a motivator but it's a motivator in the way that it's a stick, not a carrot. Um, when we look at those, when we look at those survival mode type goals, those are always coupled with the bad outcome if we don't achieve what we're trying to achieve. A survival mode goal pushes people to a specific outcome, and it may not be the best outcome. It's just an outcome. Think of the shortage of toilet paper that's going on right now, which is it's a strange thing, right? It's, we can look at this objectively and say it's an odd thing that toilet paper is so scarce and so rare. And it puts us in that goal of I'm going to do what it takes to achieve the goal, which is buy some toilet paper. And I have friends that have witnessed near fist fights in the toilet paper aisle when there was a shortage, when there was a lack of toilet paper. Would you typically fight in the grocery store? It, the survival mode pushes us. And in this particular instance, because it is so serious and connected with an actual pandemic, actual survival, 
it pushes us as far as it can. In our organizations, it typically doesn't push us this far. In our organizations, what we see is when we have those survival mode goals, those goals that say, if I don't hit this, there's going to be a negative repercussion. That leads people to do things that may not be the way that they want to achieve the goal. It's going to push people to an outcome, but maybe not the best outcome. I've seen it in organizations push people into goals, into outcomes that are negative for their organization over the long run, but they're okay in the short run. For example, think of what happened with Wells Fargo Bank. They had some survival mode goals. They had some goals that said to people, you need to upsell, you need to do these things, you need to achieve these up outcomes. And it pushed people into a situation of producing wrong outcomes. And they paid the price as an organization. This is why this happens. When we have that negative emotional content in our interactions, and that's what the survival mode produces, negative emotional content. It could be fear, like a pandemic. It could be some discomfort. It could be some anger. It could be some other negative emotional content based on how you react to the stress in your organization. But when we have that negative emotional content, what happens is we focus on the positions in our negotiation. And remember, the positions are the things that are tangible, things like the dollars and cents, the offers and concessions that we make, and we lose sight of the interest. The interest is the reason that we're negotiating. In the situation that we have overbearing negative emotional content, we don't even consider why we're there negotiating. We focus only on achieving that position. And we block off so many of the creative outcomes that are out there. We are no longer looking at creative outcomes. We're only focused on that position that we walked into the room with. So if we walked in with an idea about where we need to be, what our offer is going to be, and we have that negative emotional content, we're not going to be we're not going to be willing to look at creative outcomes even if they give us a better outcome in the negotiation. So let's be really clear on this. When we have that negative emotional state, we lose sight of our interests. We become defensive of our positions. We're focused inward. It means I don't see the other people involved in the negotiation. I don't care about the other people involved in the negotiation. And I miss opportunities. But here's the good news. The flip side of this is really great. When we have that positive emotional content in our interactions, so if I'm not in that survival mode of trying to negotiate with you, what happens is if I have that positive emotional content, I have a lot of cognitive flexibility. That means I'm willing to think deeply about this. 
It means I'm willing to consider other alternatives. I'm willing to consider other options. I'm willing to think critically and use better problem solving to get to an outcome that's going to be better for everyone involved. I'm willing to let go of my position, let go of the idea that I carried into the negotiation so that I can achieve a better outcome and so that others can achieve a better outcome. That's really good news. So we need to be able to get out of that survival mode. Survival mode is just that. It's for survival. And right now, a lot of us are living in survival mode. So we are in home offices. We are not in our comfort zone. Um, a lot of people have kids around them while they're trying to work. A lot of people are trying to do their best telecommuting when they've never done it before. What we need to do is we need to apply survival mode in the places that it makes sense. So make good choices about the grocery store. Make good choices about whether you should go out, whether you are essential to be in the office or it's okay to be at home. But don't let that carry over into your office communication. Don't let that carry over into the negotiations that you're doing with suppliers, with customers, etc. We don't need to be in survival mode for business. As I said in the last podcast, now is the time to build your reputation. Now is the time that you can take the opportunity to make something special out of your interactions, out of your business. Survival mode is going to close us off. So in our organizations, we have to make sure that my own goals, your, so your personal goals, your organization's goals, any measures of those goals, all of these need to lead to the interest that you're trying to achieve. All of these need to lead to what you view as that most beneficial outcome, that reason that you exist. What is the reason that you're, you exist in this interaction? We need to have that. We need to be clear. We need to start with that interest. And then we need to make sure that our measures, our goals, the things that we're trying to achieve, all of those point to the interest. And we want to make sure that we're allowing ourselves to be in that positive emotional state. We're allowing ourselves to think critically, to be good problem solvers, to do the things that we need to do in order to achieve better outcomes. There's a lot of stress in our day-to-day -day lives right now. And I know some of you are out there saying, well, I thrive on stress. Eh, maybe. What we do know is that if there's no stress, we have a hard time performing at our peak level. But we also know if there's too much stress, we can't perform at our peak level. So we want to make sure that we're managing that. Manage it. Set some boundaries between your organizational stress, your organizational ideas, and maybe the survival mode that you're in at home with your day-to-day. Make sure that those two don't overlap. Make sure that you can step away. 
it's difficult. Um, one of the things that I'm doing right now is because all of my teaching has moved online, what I try to do is I try to stop answering emails at about 7 or 8 o'clock at night. I try to step away from that. During the day, take some time away from the computer just to make sure that this isn't creeping into pushing my survival mode and making me view grading from a survival mode perspective. Because if I view that from a survival mode, it's going to change the way that I interact. I'm not going to be open. I'm not going to be thoughtful. I'm not going to be a good problem solver. And that's really what I want to do. So be willing to examine where you're at. Be willing to look for that opportunity to step out of that and be that critical thinker, be that problem solver, be that person that can rise above it and in your interactions, approach it with that positive cognitive flexibility and look for the best outcomes. Thanks for listening to the Negotiation Innovation Podcast. I would appreciate it if you would subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so that I can reach a wider audience. You can find more information about these ideas on my website at meyernegotiation.com. Thanks. See you next time.